Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Hello and welcome to the podcast we like to call Eat and Drink. That is Marco Tempano over there. And that is Ali Hassan over there. Uh, Marco is, uh, is, is is joining us today al fresco, which means, uh, in, for those of you who don't speak the language, nude with his penis out, I believe. That's right. No, actually, I'm al fresco, meaning outside in the fresh air. I'm That's in my backyard. Yeah. I'm excited. If you hear the roar of my neighbor's um, air conditioner or people outside having a good time, it's just the delight of summer is what I'll say. I love it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm amazed at the the, uh, utter hypocrisy of, of you. If I, God forbid, tap a nail on a table, you're like, did you tap something? Did you put a nail? <laughs> this guy inviting the entire neighborhood. He is a crazy neighbor. He is a crazy neighbor who might be yelling obscenities at him and his ancestors in moments. But he's like, you know what? We're, do- we're, re- we're running fast and loose. And, and I think it, it actually fits with the pandemic, what we're doing right now. You know, I'm making one of my favorite cocktails today. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to go outside. I've been, in, I've been cooped up in the studio all day. And I'm like, I'm just going to go outside. And I want to celebrate this. You son of a bitch. I yep. just got you one. I no. just got you. I told you I was getting you one. He's holding up a Wait. muggler from Cabas. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I thought you were something. getting it for yourself. I got, I told you don't order one. I just got us. Oh shit! You son of a gun. Well, anyway, oh, good. I'm very happy for you. I'm very listen, happy for you. Listen, I, we should both hold up our muddlers. I'm gonna find yeah. mine, and at some point in this show, we'll take a screen grab of us both uh, happy and muddling. Oh, I feel like such an asshole that you bought me a muddler, and I went and bought myself muddler. I didn't. I honestly, I saw you wrote that, but I guess I didn't. Um, I, I didn't. Uh, but you don't even worry. But you know what? I it's my actually. It's actually my fault because I should have gone. With my uh, with my original instincts, which which was just to deliver you a steaming pile of turd, and the fact right. that I didn't do right. that and went with muddler, this is on me. I think we can both fair, say, huh? right. fair okay. enough. Okay, well, listen, anyway, I'm happy. I'm happy. You're happy. Yeah, and listen, I'm I, I'm going to say thank you for thinking of me to buy me a muddler. And you can never have too many muddlers. This one's from Kavas. If you listen to the show, you know that um, Zach's uncle and aunt carved this out of a bourbon barrel. And it's, Mm. you know, unique and fantastic. So I wanted to use it. (laughs) So I'm going to make with this muddler a cocktail. A cocktail that isn't traditionally made with a muddler, but it's one of my favorite cocktails. And it doesn't get any simpler than this, my friend. The screwdriver. Oh, yeah. Classic, buddy. 1944 was the first mention of the screwdriver. A screwdriver, a, co- a drink compounded of vodka and orange juice. And Waking people up since the mid-40s. Exactly. And supposedly it was invented by American flyers. So people on airplanes, this is a classic drink to have on an airplane, right? I love it. I love it. So I, I'm going to be using... So you might be thinking, but wait, you don't use a muddler when you make a screwdriver. That's the first thing I'm thinking. second thing I'm thinking is like, how did we get this many episodes in? We're in like the 60s in our episodes and we never yeah. made a screwdriver. No, we I know. You obviously, that's unbelievable. Such a classic. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so the first question is, what's the muddling? Okay, so Alex Guarnaschelli, who is a chef... 
on the food uh, network on the food network she's on shop she's one of my favorite chefs um love her on all the shows she does and i went to her restaurant in new york city butter thought it was going to be garbage because of the location because it's like in a very touristy area midtown uh not far from actual uh, times square mm-hmm. one of the best meals of my life wow. alex Bernicelli. if you want to be a guest on this show no questions asked We'll talk about whatever you want. That's all I'm going to say. She has this cocktail, which is her favorite. Um, it's her favorite uh, cocktail uh, for brunch, and it is a muddled screwdriver. So what we're going to do is we're going to muddle some oranges to make this screwdriver. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a bunch of uh, orange slices that I cut up. And what we're going to do is we're going to basically release uh, the oils from the skin as we muddle. So I'm taking a bunch of, you take an orange, you cut it about a a quarter of inch thick, you put it in a container. I'm going to use my metal um, cocktail shaker. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to take uh, a half ounce of lemon juice. And full disclosure, uh, I ran out of lemons, my friend. So I had the thing that you hate more than anything in life, that plastic lemon that has I'm leaving, buddy. I'm leaving you on your own. I'm done with this episode. I can't even watch you do that. I can't believe what's happening there. I thought I had a little self-respect is all we ask of each other on this show. For God's sake. Anyway, he's using concentrated fake lemon good for you it's it's lemon juice from a plastic uh container that looks like a lemon i I thought i had lemons i went to the cupboard and like old lady hubbard it was bare okay Uh, Okay. i have all the all the limes you could want but i'm like i think really if this is calling for lemon juice and we're using oranges i want to go with lemon juice pinch of kosher salt i'm using oh really okay i i don't know i was like that's very interesting pinch of kosher salt i'm using malden salt because i don't know if i have uh uh, kosher salt. Hey, you you really zig and zag. Hey, you went one direction on the salt. You could have used any salt. You go for the best, and then for lemon juice, you go for the worst. You're uh, you're nothing if not in- unpredictable. All right, do your thing. Okay, so I'm gonna muddle these uh, orange slices with the lemon juice and the kosher salt, and I've got to add two ounces of orange juice. Now, Alex's of recipe. Vodka. No, yeah, two ounces of vodka and two ounces of uh, two or four ounces of orange juice. Now, Alex's recipe, she makes it for eight people. So I had to sort of figure out the uh, the the equivalent for a one math. person drink. Yeah. So there was a lot of math. So God knows how it's going to turn out, my friend. So <laughs> as I do this, I'm going to add the vodka, two ounces, your favorite number when it comes to booze. I usually there like an ounce is. and a quarter, but you know what? It's a beautiful a summer day, two ounces, and I'm going to use my fresh squeezed orange juice. I'm going to use, I'm going to start with two ounces. I can always add it to my. uh... Now your orange juice is also coming out of a plastic container. God forbid that that's fake orange juice. You told me it would be freshly squeezed. That's the good stuff. It is. It is. I just didn't know where to put it. So I put it in a container. Okay. Uh, The ice is in the same kind of container. Now the thing I love, okay, let me just put this ice in. So it's going to make noise. The thing I love about uh, the the screwdriver is that you can you can modify a screwdriver the way you want. You can add other elements to it. You can replace orange juice with uh, grapefruit juice. Then you have a Greyhound. I believe we did a Greyhound episode. Um, I'm going to double strain it because it's going to have a lot of pulp, but it's also released the oils from the. I'm going to strain it onto uh, into a glass of ice. Mm-hmm. Buddy, what about closer to the orange family, the tangerines, clementines, mandarins, blood oranges? What about all that stuff? Listen, in a pinch, any citrus will do. I'm not talking about in a pinch. I'm talking about as a way to show your love for the screwdriver. I'm talking about celebrating screwdrivers here. I'm not yeah, talking I- about I ran out of ingredients. 
Okay. I, I think that's a great idea. You know what? Okay. Blood oranges, uh, tangerines, pomelos, whatever you want, my friend. That's the beauty of the screwdriver. There's there's nothing the screwdriver cannot handle. Uh, you want to add a bit of uh, Campari to it? Yeah. Why not, my friend? Why not? And add a little more orange juice to this. Ooh, half of it's on the table, in case you're wondering. This is great. I can't wait for the raccoons to show up before the end of the episode. Jesus Christ. Eat the thing out of your mouth before you get to eat it. What's All in right, a raccoon's here we mouth? There we go. All right, this is a cocktail made by the hand of God. It's so delicious. It's yeah. I, I, it's so good. I'm going to add a little more vodka. That's what I'm talking about. It's, huh? it's, it's, you need, you need the bravery if your lunatic neighbor shows up, Marco. It's better for you to be a little bit loud and aggressive uh, against this particular gentleman. <laughs> Folks, I will say this. If you can make a screwdriver with freshly squeezed orange juice, the lemon juice, the vodka, and the muddled orange, it, it just has a very uh, well-rounded citrus flavor. It doesn't taste flat like some canned orange orange juice or uh, plastic bottled orange uh, juice taste. It tastes like something from Florida that I just picked off a tree. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, you've had fresh, you've had freshly squeezed orange juice in a screwdriver before. What is the muddling juice per- uh, exactly that makes this such a great drink? Just, you know, it, it gives it a, a more rounded flavor. It's not as uh, sweet. It has more of a this or the alcohol from the peel gives it a little bit more potency. It has a little bit more concentrated taste. It has a, a, a brighter, a brighter scent to it. Almost if you were to, as if you were to get little oils and drop oil in it. Right. Uh, that's essentially what you're doing. And can oil. you taste the vodka? The the vodka gives it that kick. So yeah, what the vodka does to the citrus, it sort of takes a bit of that citrusness out and pushes it forward and, and gives you this really strong flavor of uh, orange and uh, and vodka. Very nice. And alcohol, I should say, because you don't really taste the vodka. Like vodka gets gets masked by the sure, orange juice. Sure, yeah. So you don't have to use top-notch vodka in this, or would you? Uh, I mean, I'm using Tito's, but you can use whatever vodka you want. Uh, I think we both kind of agree that the better the vodka you you or the better the alcohol you use in the drinks, the nice drinking. Sure, right. sure, sure. But okay. but in a pinch, you can use whatever vodka you want because the citrus is going to really uh, I don't want to say mask the flavor of the vodka, but it's really going to sort of blend well with it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's good my for you, bud. Drinking yeah, a I'm breakfast so- drink for dinner. We're all over the place on this show. I, I love screwdrivers, and I forget what a plain drink they are like getting it mm. on a plane yeah uh, you know that's yeah. where they were invented it's just perfect <laughs> good stuff buddy i'm happy to see you happy this is nice yeah. right with the darkness and the bit of trees uh, around you i gotta take a screen grab of this this is just here i'll hold, it's I'll hold so my terrific. drink oh man perfect perfect right. all right um okay well that's great you celebrated the summer i would like yeah. to do the same at this point Amazing. now I should have sent you these pictures ahead of time. The other day, you know, I'm trying to eat lighter. I'm trying not to be too heavy. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm trying not to make it all pepperoni and ribs this summer. You're looking good, by the way. Uh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. That's nice of you. That's also, you didn't say it before the booze, but after a couple of sips of your heavy-handed vodka drink, 
There he is, huh? That's why I never get too close to men. They're such creeps once they've been drinking. Anyway, that's a lesson for everybody out there. <laughs> I, like uh, how you, I like how you gave me the backhand on that one. That's great. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm feeling better. We just went for a workout, actually. We just went for a workout. We ran some hills. I got to keep these kids busy. Uh, it was like effortless for them. And my wife and I come back wheezing. And said, What's that sound? It's my nose. It's wheezing. But oh, I'm man. here uh, celebrating with a little bit of Riesling. I oh, pray, nice. pray run Riesling. And that's why I'm sweating in my basement, in case you were wondering what this sheen is coming off of me. But anyway, we've been eating. How, uh, how, is, that, how is that Riesling you're, you're drinking? Is it a good Riesling? It's very nice. I mean, I don't know if it's regarded as a good Riesling. Would you like to, me to talk to you about it? It's nearby. No, no, it's, and I can put, it's yeah, very yeah. nice. It's a medium Riesling, medium okay. sweet. I don't like them overly sweet. I got into Rieslings because somebody had suggested to me that it's a nice pairing with spicy food. Sure. But I find, I just ate a, a sandwich, uh, fresh sourdough, did not even toast it, very fresh, bought a few hours ago with radishes, hummus, uh, mixed greens, and uh, and cucumbers, a little bit of kosher salt, and a little bit of uh, Turkish pepper, and uh, oh, and some sliced onions, very very thinny, oh, thinly wow. sliced onions, and it was a delicious sandwich. And I could have left it there, but no, God damn it, did I want that riesling? My wife rolled her eyes. What were you going to do? You know, here no, we but are. I think that's I think a nice riesling, especially cutting through some of those uh, more acidic uh, vegetables you put in there, yeah. the radish and whatnot. I think it would be a nice a nice compliment. It was good a beautiful choice. compliment. Good choice yeah. in my in my mind. Thank you. So another good choice that we have yeah. uh, as we segue from good choice to good choice. I was looking for a burger alternative. And we've had these discussions on this show about how I feel about these um, uh, processed veggie burgers and, and, sure. and uh, you know, these, these vegan burgers. At the end of the day, some of them are incredibly delicious, but they are still processed. And if you're trying to avoid yeah. processed food and you're trying to control what goes into your food, not always the best option. Right. I feel like they should be, a, you know, something you veer towards as often as a hot dog, which hopefully is not more than once a week. Uh, you know, do whatever you want with your life, of course. but. Uh, Matt, if you if your if your blood is mostly like hot dog juice, you got some issues. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a healthy way to live. No, for it's sure. not a good way to live. I mean, in your twenties, of course it is. But when you become Marco's age, you're going to start asking yourself some questions. I'm no, also older I mean, than Marco, I think. The weight of the cane can only hold so many hot dogs <laughs> in the body, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was starting to look at some sort of uh, easy, easy. Um, burger that I can make at home. And now you can get into some serious, you know, and I, and I, we, we will on this show before the end of the summer, discover some of these, um, you know, quinoa, black bean, walnut, sure. mushroom, all these ingredients to make yeah. these patties. Um, those can sometimes wind up being very frustrating as well when you're trying to keep them together. So I wanted something that for sure stays together and that's uh, that's vegetarian and light. Uh, uh, enter stage left, the corn potato burger. No, I'm telling you. Now, no. now I just can't think of the right name. Either this is a cutlet, either it's a potato cutlet with corn, or it's a fritter. Fritter makes it sound like it's deep fried to me, or it's a potato corn burger. I don't know what the right word is, so I have to find that word before we put the recipe up. Let's well, I think it, you, I think, me. I think you you won't err incorrectly if you use the southern sort of feel to it. So, like a southern vegan bur burger, because you know the corn kind of grits fritters sure. reminds me of southern southern fare, right? So Let's you can do call that it a southern corn burger, vegan right. burger. Yeah. 
So it's a mashed potato, not a mashed potato with okay. the cream and all that. It's literally just potatoes that are mashed. Okay. Then with a garlic, uh, you know, smashed garlic goes in, salt, pepper, thyme. Fresh thyme went in. Fresh dill went in. Wow. Fresh cilantro went in there. Okay. These are the herbs okay. that I used. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, the peaches and cream corn, the high quality yeah. corn, uh, those you can get canned. We have frozen and, uh, and we'll put that corn in and then some yeah. green onions for a little crunch and a little bite. So a number dill, of sort of, tell me. The dill surprises me. In all those items you put, why the dill? Like that's Dill and potatoes, because I had, you know, it's when you have all these mashed potatoes and potatoes you cut up into little pieces that you're about to mash, you start thinking, I start thinking potato salad. One okay. of potato salad's greatest compliments is dill. So I'm already on that dill trip. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so dill, cilantro, thyme, and then green onion, garlic, all mashed in with a lot of corn and green onions. And um, that's just a start. You want to chop up red peppers and put them in. You want to, you know, great cheese. You want to, you want to use cheddar in there that melts as you, as you fry it. Why not? Sure. We stopped there. We used uh, hamburger buns, nice, soft, moist hamburger buns, you know, bought the day, bought and used the day of, made a great light salad with it. And uh, man, I tell you, it was, uh, it was terrific. Even my kids who are just sort of rolling their eyes at these vegetarian and vegan options. Right. We put a thin slice of pickle and a tomato in the burger, a little bit of mustard for those who wanted, and it was great. And no I ketchup. Recommend this. Uh, you know what? Uh, not needed, in my opinion. Okay. At that okay. point, you're starting to mask the garlic a little bit. You're starting to mask the thyme and dill once okay. you put that hard, tart, sugary ketchup in there, you know? Fair, fair enough. I don't know. I, I'm very biased. I, You know, in Quebec, where I grew up in Montreal, the hot dogs didn't have ketchup. I, I think people feel like that's blasphemy. But relish, mustard, and then onions or sauerkraut is a great hot dog for me. And oh, that's wow. based okay. on my Montreal origins. You know, you I, I don't know. Ketchup, it's there. It's there if you want it. How did this Southern Corn Vegan Burger go over with the family? <laughs> this recently named Southern Corn Vegan Burger went over quite well. Even those who are prone to complaining, I won't name any names. Sure. <laughs> even those prone to complaining uh, kept their mouth shut and ate happily. Okay, so walk me through how you cook this. Is it on the, is it on the barbecue or are you putting it in a pan? It's in a large cast iron pan. So first we're okay. boiling the potatoes, then we're right. peeling the potatoes while they're still slightly warm. Then I'm bringing out a masher that's about the size of your leg. Okay. Uh, I've mashed a fair amount of potatoes. You know, my life was mostly making mini samosas for customers uh, 20 years ago. So I still have this witch's broomstick type nice. of masher. Yep. I bring that out even when I don't need it. Even when there's just six potatoes, I'm like, let's get the masher. Let's get the broomstick. Makes you feel like a man. Makes, Makes you feel, you like, feel a man. like a man slash witch slash person who made their life mashing potatoes. <laughs> um, so I bring that up from time to time. You got your Mash warlock that. burgers. I your got warlock, the warlock burgers. burgers. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Southern corn vegan warlock burgers. We just keep adding more adjectives and nouns to this. Yeah. Um, the garlic should be mashed. If you wanted to saute the garlic a little bit before to take out its bite, you could. I didn't feel the need to do that. Um, so, so, you know, garlic smashed down and then, you know, minced and then really smashed again. So it's almost like a, a paste. Yeah. So you don't get too many bites of, 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 of garlic chunks. And then, yeah, I get the kids to strip the thyme 
and the chop the dill and the wash the cilantro and chop that and and usually I do the green onions my own somehow the kids can't can't make the knife go through all the green onions I don't I think I've talked to you about this one of my pet peeves when there's a green onion strip this long with just lines in it where somebody sure. was trying to cut it but none right. of the pieces actually cut off and I mean your child slave labor can only do so much right I mean, uh, so far, it'll do more as we practice. Practice makes perfect in all areas, including uh, that subject, which I don't sure. necessarily call it in the house. Okay. Um, I would probably mince up a, a little bit of scotch bonnet pepper or okay. some such. Uh, I'd probably put some heat in that burger. I think that would be so great opposite the corn to get bites of sweet and heat in your uh, in your burger i think that oh, would be sure. fantastic yeah i mean especially if you're calling it a southern burger there's nothing wrong with some hot sauce you on know the what burger. when instead i give the, children be damned i'm putting I'm, I'm adding the heat to the recipe no but you could add so like you know how you were saying you don't want to add ketchup because it's sugary and 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 just masks the flavor yeah. you could you could drizzle a little bit of hot sauce on top of the actual burger so that you have the heat and your family who doesn't want it can avoid right. it. If you think I didn't do that, if you think okay. I didn't do that, then we don't even know each other. We're not even Fair. partners here. If you don't think that I've added a slather of heat on my, um... and another great thing, if you're, if you're into such thing, if you're into such things, an aioli, uh, rather yeah. than the mustard, yeah. rather than the mustard, I would say you go tomato and you go a nice aioli, whatever flavor you're looking for. At this point, you can go, fancy with a saffron aioli you can go like a scotch bonnet again a spicy aioli something like sriracha aioli uh you've got some great options or you know whatever i mean if aioli is too fancy for you squirt some sriracha and mayonnaise into a bowl yeah. and just use that and that's that's yeah. a really good compliment to this as well and Indeed. doesn't mask it yeah just give some creaminess god my mouth is watering and i just finished eating what is this i'm a monster okay, so let me ask you this. What was on the side of your burger? A, an amazing salad. An amazing salad. We got this, uh, um, we got these leafy greens. Uh, I can't remember the name. Red leaf lettuce. We got red leaf lettuce. So it starts green at so the base and it gets. Hard name to remember. I know. I was looking for a bib or whatever. I, was, I had a bunch of names floating in my mind for no good reason. You son of a bitch. Red leaf lettuce starts green at the bottom and gets red right at the leaves. It's exactly sure. what it's described as. Um, so put that in the salad spinner. Again, some sliver, some 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 onions there, some you know um, uh, sliced red onions there, and uh, and some cherry tomatoes in Beautiful. there. Very very simple. A dressing again, some garlic, olive oil, lime juice. And uh, again, some flattened garlic. Some of the garlic that you flatten, put into the mashed potatoes, you save for the dressing. Such a simple dressing. Olive oil, lemon juice, garlic, salt. That's it. And it was so great. It's one of those things where you go, we should have made fries. We should have made fries. And then you have three or four bites of the salad. And it's so tasty and nutritious that even your body goes, you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, but here's my thing. Why would you make fries when your Warlock burger has potato in it? Uh, I mean, you got to talk to the kids. There's no end to the amount of potato these these kids okay. can eat. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you Italians, you know, like uh, oh, oh, your pasta oh. is 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 made from flour, and then you got to have an entire loaf of garlic bread, and then you got to drink flour juice. You know what I mean? Like you guys are really about the flour. Wow, wow! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Hit me like a like a sword to the heart. First of all, no I'm, self-respecting Italian 
makes garlic bread. That's something you get in a restaurant. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so okay, not garlic bread. How about just bread? How much bread do Italians eat before a meal of pasta? Does it make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. It does. Bread is life, man. Bread is life. Uh, it, it is. But then, uh, I don't know. I'm done at bread. This, from a man, this from a man who did a 10-minute dissertation on the sourdough bread that he used with this. <laughs> With his I, know, I, love, I love bread. I'll never stop. I'll never stop uh, loving bread. What are you going to do? Where did you get this recipe? From my brain. No. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, really. Buddy. Look, so, as soon what, as you start, it's it's that old thing that I told you about. That one of my favorite things. It's like, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the. Fr- anyway, it, it, it's it's this classic French book uh, with this by, by this uh, French duo. And and they would say, you get home, start boiling water. Oh, right. I've told yeah. you this. Start boiling water and things start coming together. But if you're like, what do I make? What do I make? Just start boiling water. Wow. All of a sudden, you're looking at that water and you're going, hmm, potatoes, sure. beets, maybe green beans, rice. I could put some rice in there. And it just starts coming together. The act of boiling water. It's the same thing with this. The act of boiling potatoes all of a sudden makes you start thinking, well, I could make mashed potatoes or I could pull the potatoes out earlier and then I could fry them and have just sort of like, you know, potato, um, the, the discs of potato. Um, I could season them this way. I could do that. I could make uh, roast potatoes. I could do all this. And then, uh, and then you go, all right, just go mash them. But once I mash them, I could do this. I could do that. So it just, uh, it was one of those things. I was like, we're looking for a nice light lunch today. Let's make it, let's make this happen. Wow, that's amazing. So this French duo is not Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton, is that's it? That's hilarious that you would bring them up. Those are the uh, the gentlemen who raised me. For those of you who have not listened to the episodes, that was my first foray into the food world, I suppose, if you want to call it that. I gained 15 pounds working at a cookie shop called Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton. Uh, every single day, at least five people would come in the shop and go, Hey, are you Mr. Felix or Mr. Norton? And I'd be like, are you going to get the fuck out of the store or are you going to stay in here and make my life hell? I hated those people so much. Sure. But uh, yeah, that that place, those were good cookies. I will, I can, can, can't speak ill of the cookies. There you go. But those, those men did not exist. They were not real. My friend, I am going to try this vegan recipe of yours uh, and I will get back to you with how okay. it turns out. Okay. Uh, and I'm curious about you. dill, but I think if, I think, if I use the the mayo or the sour cream uh, as an aioli in there, I think it will really uh, resonate well. Listen, if you want to be a massive jerk about the dill, you can you can be that person. Why don't you put fresh oregano in there? Why don't you put fresh mint in there? You're still you don't. There's nothing forcing you to put the dill in, buddy. Listen, listen, tarragon. Put tarragon. Yeah, I, tarragon cilantro to me works well. A cilantro dill, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Uh... I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm going to try. I it. wish I was. I wish I was with you just to shove the burger into your face right now. Oh, Do you man. like it now? Do you? It would be just. Oh God! What that would give me. Speaking the of joy, that would bring. Yes. Oh, great segue, buddy. All right, here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Really guessing. Really messing. Let's find out. What's in Okay, blindfold on. Amanda's approaching. You can hear footsteps on the deck. Are you there, buddy? I'm here. Amanda, so nice to see you. You look great on a summer deck. I'll tell you that much. 
Oh yeah, she can't hear me. I forget about that. I can see her and she can she cannot hear me. Um great. Looks okay. good. All right. Looks good. Are you great. gonna warn? I feel her approaching like I feel her really close to me. So I just need to know, shall I be opening my mouth? Is it going in my hand? What's the story here? Um, I will tell you one thing. Why don't you put your hands out and see where the microphone is? Is it close enough to you? Is the mic close enough to yeah. me? Okay. I think so. Okay. All right. Then that's all you need to know. Just don't worry about any other goddamn thing. How about that? Put your hands down. Put your hands down. Let your wife feed you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I love the giggles. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. That is your reaction to everything. That's ridiculous. You don't expect a spoon of baby food to go in your mouth? <laughs> okay. That is... I taste the cinnamon, so it's it's mushy. I want to say applesauce, apple apple puree with cinnamon. Okay, can I have one more just to place the fruit that's in it? It's a fruit puree of some sort. I don't know if it... Oh, my God. This is what it's going to be like when I'm old and decrepit and you have to feed me this kind of stuff. Gonna. <laughs> It's an it's a it's an apple cinnamon applesauce. It's an applesauce with cinnamon. That's my final answer. That oh wow, you got to it quickly. You got to it quickly. Uh, is Amanda there beside you? Amanda, let let this man know what he's won. I'm happy. Let him know what he's won. Absolutely nothing, because that's not what it is. Sweet potato butter. Is I what mean. Yeah, what and what is that? What goes in it, and and what what is it used for? I don't know what it's used for. I don't even know why we have it. Amanda, do you want to enlighten us here? We got it a while ago because I liked the jar. And <laughs> you're supposed to eat it, and then you have the jar to keep. Okay, so it's sweet potato puree, pure cane sugar, brown sugar. I can't read what that is. Something sour grapes. Oh, corn syrup. Lemon juice. I'm just seeing if there's any cinnamon in here at all. Yeah, you did mention cinnamon three times. It would be quite a shame if it's not even in there. It says spices, so I'm going to assume that's... Okay. But no apple whatsoever. It's a sweet potato puree. I don't know. Amanda's going to have a little bite of it, too. Do you want some screwdriver to wash it down with? All right. (laughs) Dude, like, that's... How is anyone going to get sweet potato puree? That like That's... All you had to say... Was it yeah. tastes like a sweet potato puree of some kind? And boom, you've got the answer. It felt like apple puree. Not even applesauce. It felt this like an apple really, puree. really, really good. Yeah. Oh, she loves it. That's orange great. Juice. Orange juice, vodka, freshly muddled oranges for the orange oil to come out. Oh, Lemon God. juice and a pinch of salt. It's so good. Yeah, there you go. I thought she meant the sweet potato butter. She's me- no, She no. means the screwdriver, of course. She, she means the screwdriver. She's having the screwdriver. She's waving goodbye. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Put it on toast. Uh, I think I'll make some fresh bread and smear it. Um, you make a vegan um, burger. Can you send that recipe to Ali? He's going to... He, sure. We were just talking about one. What, it's what's really it, good. What's in yours? It's basically like hummus, but it's a burger. <laughs> Like Sounds a like a sloppy Joe of the vegan world. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's, you. Um, I'll call it a spread instead of a, uh, a burger. Uh, to answer your question, Marco, and the burning question that I'm sure all the listeners have, where do you use sweet potato butter? 
You may not like these answers, but here are six ways to use um, sweet potato butter. Number one, a ham, cheese, and sweet potato butter sammy. Sammy mm. meaning sandwich. No. Sandwich. No. Okay. Number sweet two, potato infused pancakes. <laughs> That hasn't come up yet. Let's go through the list. Sweet potato infused pancakes. Okay, I'll buy that one. Would you? Sweet potato filled fruit pie. So instead of, I don't know, a cherry pie, a sweet potato butter pie. Okay. Mm. Easy peasy breakfast toast. Smear of sweet potato butter on some toast. Sure. I could see it. I'd rather just have butter. Okay. What about a sweet potato glazed ham or on meatloaf or salmon or tempeh? Mm, no, not what I just had in my mouth. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't do any of that. And maybe the worst idea of all: a sweet potato fall smoothie. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't think so either. I mean, sometimes these guys, you're like, listen, just because you've gone vegan doesn't mean you just forget how to cook. Listen, I, I'm excited about not not just the drink, but your food item. Did you remember who that quote from is? My friend, I looked it up. I said early 19th century, and it wasn't that early. Obviously, you had to have stoves. Uh, but it's uh, it's the Escoffier, L'Escoffier, which is the book of Auguste Escoffier. And it is the definitive uh, guide culinaire. It's uh, one of the the, the greatest pieces of, uh, it's it's like the Bible for French cooking. Now I'm sure there's a few others that people will come in and say, what about this book from 1843? Anyway, this is from 1941. This is something that Jacques Pepin would refer to. Uh, This is something Julia Child would refer to. The people that I watched as a child, that's how I had heard about it. And in the last few years, I'm uh, more than a few years ago, but it's somebody on the radio talked about how Escoffier either said out loud or said in his book, get the water boiling and see what happens from there. That's great. Well, listen, listen, get the water boiling. You never know when someone's going to give birth. You never know when you got to make a soup. That's what exactly, I exactly. Yeah. Or, uh, or it's the pandemic. You never know when you got to stick your dirty, filthy virus laden hands in some boiling water. Sure. Sure. Too much. We don't too, much. too much. Too much. Do not we do, do not advise. Do not advise. My friend, okay. I had a good time. Thank you. Outside screwdriver, listening to you, muddler. I didn't realize you bombed me one. I feel like an asshole. But yeah. oh, I we, we gotta take a picture of you and me with a muddler uh mm-hmm. before this is all over. But uh uh Marco, this has been nice watching you out al fresco, uh yeah. fully clothed and enjoying, you know, nature as it's meant to be enjoyed. Um Everybody, I hope you learned something and got something wonderful out of this episode. It's really, this was a embracing summer type of episode. This has been the podcast Eat and Drink. That's Marco Timpano. That's Ali Hassan. Until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.